Buffalo Parking, a WBEN Town Hall discussion. Now, WBEN's David Bellavia and Joe Beamer. Welcome back to Hour 2 of the Town Hall Meeting on Buffalo Parking and walking into the studio not just five seconds ago is the mayor of the city of Buffalo, Mr. Byron Brown. Thank you, sir, for being here. My pleasure to be with you, David and Joe. And uh, we just wanted, yeah, kill that music. It's the mayor. Show some respect. Kill it. Stop it. What's happening? All right. We we treated the mayor of Cleveland that way, but not our own Buffalo. No, you know, I got to tell you, I actually like that tune. You do? I do. All right. That's well, why I picked it out, Mr. Mayor. It was all you, for you. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Mr. Mayor, your uh, commissioner of parking has been here fielding questions. Uh, you know, transparency is obviously important in a process like this. And a lot of people have said, hey, you know, why December 18th? This Was this something that someone came up with uh, one day right before the holidays? How much time went into this parking change uh, with your administration? We actually started working on this months and months and months before. So it didn't just come up. We looked at studies of downtown parking that were done by other organizations. Uh, Downtown Buffalo uh, has done a number of studies of, uh, the Buffalo Place rather, has done a number of studies of downtown parking. We looked at parking regulations in other cities across the state, across the Northeast, across the country, and we talked to people in the downtown community about what we were contemplating and then introduced this into the normal legislative process with the Buffalo Common Council, made the case to the Common Council why we thought now in a very vibrant downtown with more people working downtown, more people living downtown, and more people visiting downtown, not only from across the region, but from across the country and internationally, that now was the right time to make this change with parking regulations. So, so as mayor, what do you do when a situation happens where you get a bunch of people that might not have all the facts, but they get out there, they get 30,000 signatures. Then you got Carl Palladino and Betty Jean Grant, which is the strangest tag team in the history of politics, arm in arm. And all these people are saying, Mr. Mayor, what is happening? You're dist- This amazing city that you deserve all the credit for, bringing Buffalo to where it's at now. You, with this parking, what, how do you answer the question when people say, we're going backwards instead of forwards? And how do you unpack that? Because really it is about communication. Yes, it is. And as mayor, as a leader, um, our administration and our senior management, Commissioner Kevin Helfer, we listen to people, we talk to people, we go out and meet people, we try to actually educate people about what the new parking regulations are, why it's necessary, how it will help downtown, that it's designed to uh, produce greater access. It's designed to produce greater um, parking turnover on street. In some cases, it will actually be cheaper, not more expensive. Uh, in all cases, it will produce more parking availability on street in the downtown community. And I would say that nine times out of ten, when we have these conversations with people who have 
concerns about the new policy, we have been able to convince them that not only are we listening, but that the new policy makes sense and that as adjustments are needed, we will make those needed adjustments. I was doing one more question, Mr. Mayor. If, if you had uh, another situation that you felt that you know, these are uncomfortable changes, right? You know that there's going to be people that are upset anytime you raise taxes, raise rates. There's going to be pushback. Looking at the way that this whole wheels came off the cart and information went out there and people started spreading, what are the lessons that you take away from this going forward? If there has to be another change, whether it's parking, whether it's uh, whatever zoning, whatever you decide to do in the future, what are the lessons that you take from this and realize, you know, we could do better? Well, you know, we, we know that change is always difficult, that nobody ever wants to pay more for anything. And the more you talk to people, the more you engage people, the easier it is to make change. So that is something that we knew, uh, but this certainly reinforced that. I think the number of people that have signed a petition, that have sent an email, that have made a phone call, that's actually a good thing. We want people to be engaged in what's happening with government, which is why we have worked hard to respond to people, to answer those calls, to talk to the media. We are not hiding from this. We think this is the right policy at the right time for downtown Buffalo, but it is critically important for us to explain that to our residents, uh, to our neighbors that live in our region, uh, and make sure that people understand why we're doing this, why it will be beneficial, and why it positions Buffalo as a very progressive city for the future, because many cities across the country are moving in this same direction. I'm going to start with two compliments, Mr. Mayor. I have to say, you have to be one of the most available mayors. I was at lunch a few years ago, and I I asked you a question. We had like a 10-minute conversation. You have no idea who I was. I thought that was awesome. And number two, you have to be excited how downtown has gone from a place that you'd only go down for maybe a Sabres game to now it's a destination for not only people here, but as you said, people around the country. So I think you've done a great job with that. Has there been anything you've heard from people that have commented on the parking that's something you might want to look at of these changes and maybe go back on? We, we have heard a number of things uh, that people have raised that make a lot of sense. Uh, one thing that people have been concerned about is the um, uh, pay-by-sell-only option uh, with Buffalo Rome. Buffalo Rome has been an amazing tool for downtown parking. I encourage everybody in the city of Buffalo across the region uh, to sign up for Buffalo Rome. You can do that if you have a smartphone in less than five minutes. But we do need to provide some options for people who do not have uh, cell phones and who uh, do not uh, want to use that technology. Technology. Uh, that is something that we will do. Uh, Commissioner uh, Helfer uh, has already uh, developed a plan uh, to be able to have uh, on-street kiosks so people who do not have uh, cell phone technology, who do not have Buffalo Rome, will have another option to pay for their parking in downtown Buffalo. I have to say, I was telling Kevin off the air, I love the app because when I use the kiosk, I'm not good at remembering my license plate number. And the app, it remembers you from last time, so I don't have to re-go look at my, phone, my car and then run to the kiosk and keep punching the numbers in. I think the app is great. 
Joe, if I could, uh, as I mentioned earlier, um, anytime we get an email or somebody wants to meet with us, the mayor calls me down and we meet with people. One of the changes that was recommended last week is the short-term parker coming down for a quick cup of coffee. Why does the app charge you a dollar? Why can't we do it in increments? Effective tomorrow, hopefully, when we get to our um, provider of, of the software, we're going to make that change. So we do listen to people. That's you know, great. We're getting a lot of text messages of people asking about, you know, why can't we use more cash at these parking stations? It's really just where the the economy, where the where the country is going. I mean, people are not using cash anywhere, it seems. It's it's more, you know, giving opportunities to use a cell phone or a credit card seem to be where everyone is uh where, where society is going. Yeah, cash would be really, really difficult, at, uh, especially outdoor pay and displays. Um, in ramps, it makes a little bit more sense, but the weather, I mean, when we get an ice storm or a driving rain, um, and then just the manpower to go out there and get the cash out every day and put the change and the bills back in, that, that would be extremely difficult for, for cash. Now, we certainly take coin in those machines, we certainly take coin in our old single head meters, and then in our pay display, we t- we take credit card as well. But well, dovetailing on what uh, Commissioner Helfer is saying, cash does add to the cost because you need personnel uh, that has to remove uh, that cash, has to handle that cash. Uh, you um, need um, meters, you need kiosks, you need machines uh, that have to accommodate uh, the change in, in cash. So. Um, People are very price sensitive. They want to see um, prices remain reasonable. And so one of the reasons that we want to utilize technology is to keep costs within reason. That is the mayor of the city of Buffalo, Byron Brown. Thank you for spending time with us. Kevin, we're going to have you for for more uh, after this break. All right. Thank you so much, both of you. Joe. Yeah. uh, We got... Wow, my mic's not on. Frank, David, Bob, and Wade, we are getting to you after this break here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Buffalo Parking, a WBEN town hall discussion. Now, WBEN's David Bellavia and Joe Beamer. Welcome back. We're doing a town hall meeting, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBN. Buffalo parking, you know, uh, we've got Kevin Helfer here. We just heard from the mayor of Buffalo. He just left. Uh, Kevin Helfer is the uh, commissioner of Buffalo parking. And I got to tell you, uh, when I heard this story, I was outraged. Everyone was outraged. There was screaming. There was, what is this? What if I live on Auburn on the west side of Buffalo? I've got to pay $80 a day. Someone called in and said it was going to cost $22,000 a year for them to, to just go to school. And I was like, this is outrageous. We need the mayor. We need him now. I'm looking at this piece of paper and I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. Uh, Perry Street, Mississippi Street, Columbia Prime, South Park, Hanover, Lloyd, Illinois, Exchange. Oh, wait, this is on-street event parking. This doesn't affect the ramps. We're talking about event parking from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. I think one of the things was is that the biggest complaint, Kevin, this happened all at once, and you extended the hours at the same time that you extended the rate. I agree with that. Um, and, it, you know, stay on that event parking because that miscommunicated a little bit as well. Uh, let's say last night there was a bandit game. So the event parking was in effect around Key Bank Center, Copplestone. Right. People are getting confused and they're thinking, oh, my God, it's an event night. Therefore, it's event rates in all the city of Buffalo. Not true. 
only when the event is around the establishment. So last night after 5 p.m., parking was free. So what this concept of park hoarding, right? right. Um, you know, when someone is using a spot for eight hours, uh, folks have to get in and out. Uh, then the other thing I've heard about is, um, you know, what you, you talked about a plan for people at night that want to get to the that work at a bar from right. 3 p.m. Right. on. What about during the day? What is the city doing to, to stop folks that are just occupying? And, and sometimes it's city workers. It is. Um, at $1 an hour, most people work eight hours a day. So you're parking on the street in a prime spot right next to wherever you want to be for $8. <clears throat> that's cheaper than a ramp, a surface lot, or anywhere else. That's why we went to $2, to discourage that from happening. Now, some people, as I said, are going to do it. Um, as I use the example all the time, we, we, we you, you use the example. People come down for a, a super big event and pay $50 at a private lot. So some people will want to do it. Others won't. What so, we're so going to just... do is lay out these options, okay? And here, here's a great option. Uh, and it's not for everybody, and I get that. And I've said this all the time. There's no one plan that's everything to everybody. But what we're seeing a lot of people do right now, and we're going to have some discussions with them, they're parking at the Key Bank Center in the day for either cheap $25, $29 a month. Go get their Tim Cortons coffee, hop on the free rapid transit, go right to work. It's a very good option. Uh, Metro, park at Maine, park at LaSalle, take the Metro down. Another very good option. So there's a lot of good options for people. We're going to lay them out. As I mentioned before, we might even start a shuttle. And I think that worked. Like I said, we know it's successful because we did it 20 years ago. We had 1,500 people that did that until we got the parking ramps built. So, so let's just establish something right now. Street metered parking is not meant for an entire day. It isn't. And, but now, if people want to pay $16 that's for eight choice. hours, that's their choice. But when we're talking about street parking and metered street parking, these right. are two different things. When, when people are, are, are assuming bet. that these parking spots are going into residential areas Correct. or side streets or anything else They're like not. that. This is, and I just got to keep reiterating, this is the downtown central business district. And I think we all... We all understand the borders, you know, coming down the Kensington Expressway, Goodell Street, right there to the north, Key Bank Center to the south. Your, your argument would be rather than to get in the way of businesses in downtown Buffalo, that these implements, these plans and changes are to actually provide more turnover for more business. In and downtown and, and I think the mayor referenced the, you know, Buffalo Place and, and Buffalo Place came out when we unveiled this and said, you know, we agree with 90 percent of this. There's some things that need tweaking. I think we've done the tweaking. But. Who is Buffalo Place? They're made up of a lot of business owners, big businesses, developers, restaurant owners, small businesses, and they were saying the same thing. Yes, we understand that we got to raise the rates so that our customers have a place to go when they come down to frequent our establishment. All right, let's get back to the phone calls. 803-0930. Bob in Buffalo, you've been on holding patiently. You're on with the commissioner. Uh, thank you very much. I would remind that some of the population have minute phones. They refer to them as Obama phones, so not everybody has apps or things of that nature. And I, I just want to make uh, two quick uh, comments. Uh, Channel 2 News did a uh, study uh, for themselves in about 12 uh, other cities of our size and says we are now the most expensive to park. And if parking is such an issue, we have something like the central terminal. Why didn't we see new things like the holding center, update the facilities, our courthouses, uh, 
Uh, the RAF building, for example, has social services. Uh, why didn't we put them down into a, an area where uh, we have plenty of free parking uh, and would accommodate uh, the people in a much uh, better fashion than putting everybody into a very small, confined space? Because anybody that's ever been taken to the RAF building knows there is no parking. Right. Uh, and uh, you also run across the meter maids that walk around and... Uh, are happy to give out three pieces of paper. And as you know, that uh, ties somebody else up uh, with uh, parking fees uh, and court costs. And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Appreciate it, Bob. I can't answer all the questions, Central Terminal. There's a lot of city planning questions in there. But his point is well taken. He he mentioned the Wrath Building. So somebody's coming down to the Wrath Building for one thing or another. We assume they're coming down for an hour, two, or three, correct? They do not have a chance to get a parking spot right now. Why? Because people are sitting there all day long. That's exactly what we're trying to have a solution for. You're, you're saying <clears throat> that, and it's all about turnover. It is all about turnover. And as for the Channel 2 study, first of all, I could find 20 cities out of 10,000 cities in the United States that do one thing or another. I pick and choose. There is no chance that we are the most expensive. I think we've seen it when we did the event parking the other night. Uh, one of the media outlets uh, had somebody from Toronto who was parking and paid $8 for parking. The, the gentleman was so excited. He's like, oh, my God, up at where I am, we'd be paying $30. Well, I'm sure you could. Yeah, that's going to you're going to find some city that's going to be crazy. You go to cities like Toronto, Boston, Chicago, $2 an hour is a steal. You're not going to find that I, anywhere. I did, I did a four-hour radio show when the Italian festival wanted to move. And what was the biggest complaint? There's nowhere to park. Why are we going to move everything to Canal Side? Where are we going to park? What are we going to do? So it's it's uh, getting more spots is one thing. Increasing it. And again, what do you answer to the people who said, why not just increase it gradually over time? 50 cents for a year, then two years down the road, do another 50 cents. Finally, you get to where you want to be, right. but it, it takes a year and a half. Um, what I would say is, and we, we touched on this earlier, we that dollar an hour rate in the core area has been there for forever. Um, and if we just did it and went from a dollar to a dollar and a quarter, we, we, we'd still have the same problem, I can assure you, because people would now say, oh, $10 a day, I'll still do that. Right. Um, this is all about access. This is about, all about turning spots over. There we go. Kevin Helfer, he's the commissioner of parking for the city of Buffalo. I definitely think with uh, the added parking around Canal Side, you will get more events. And events at Canal Side are awesome. I mean, especially in the summer. What, what a great venue. And, okay, you're going to have to pay 4 bucks to be down there, but your car will be parked. And like, Kev, like the commissioner said, y- you'll have that turnover. You won't have someone just sitting on the street and then have you circling all around downtown trying to find a spot, spending more time in your car than at the actual event. And I'm sure Kevin Helfer has opinions on the you know proposed uh, convention center and downtown stadiums, but we're talking about parking. So- Joe, Joe can, I, can I talk about what you just yeah. said? Because you're, you're dead on. So in the summer, we know that Canal Side is just, what a destination, right? Fantastic. Everybody wants to be there. Everybody's coming there. We got a concert, let's say. Concert on a Saturday, right? Event parking kicks in at uh, 5 o'clock at night. Well, if I want to park on Pearl Street or Franklin, I'll park there for free and hop on the train and take that down for free. 
So, you know, there's, there's a whole thing about, you know, this is going to cost me more, it's going to cost me more. What I try to say to people is take a step back and plan. There's many options out there. Exactly. Like before Sabre games, I hate to throw this out there, but there is a lot right behind the Holiday Inn Express on Washington. You can park there for $3 all night and take the Metro wherever you have to go. Exactly. And someone just uh, texted in with a Buffalo Rome app question. Why do they need access to camera photos, media files? That You're going to see that's a term and condition with every app that's in the marketplace. And if you are completely complaining about that, why don't you uh, call your congressman and complain to Facebook? Because they're the reason why that happens. There needs to be terms and conditions in every app that's in the marketplace now on the off chance that your roaming thing kicks in, data storage, people's taking data. That's what every app now exactly. has permission to for. To use any app, they're going to ask that. Hey, 803-0930, we have a half hour to go. After news with Neil McManus. Buffalo Parking. A WBEN Town Hall discussion. Now, WBEN's David Bellavia and Joe Beamer. Welcome back. Uh, we're talking Buffalo Parking with the Commissioner of Buffalo Parking. It is Kevin Helfer is here. Joe Beamer joins me. And let's go right back to the phones. And uh, let's go to Frank. Frank in Niagara Falls. You are on WBEN. Go ahead. You've got the Parking Commissioner, Kevin Helfer. Well, this is a cautionary tale. Maybe the city of Buffalo could learn from the mistakes made in Niagara Falls, New York. Yeah, I remember in the late 70s, uh, business people from the north end invested in uh, Upper Main Street, most notably the Rapids Theater. It was the most dilapidated part of our downtown area. And after much expense, hype, and glowing reviews on opening night, the theater all welcomed huge crowds to that usually deserted part of town. And it could have been a great success, except uh, Niagara Falls PD was on the scene all night writing parking tickets, harassing party gullies, and towing cars. Yeah, I was young at the time, but I still remember it being like a dang police state. Well, word spreads quickly in western New York, and it scare out all the, uh, scare off all the out-of-towners. And it took years to get them back to that part of Main Street, but it's never been the same. So don't let your current success get city officials too greedy for parking monies. You know, it could ruin everything you built if you get the customers angry. You know, maybe the ivory tower crowd doesn't get it, but times are hard for us average Americans and our entertainment dollars and eh, Obama phones. All right, well, Frank, uh, you know, all right. What, I, I, can, mean, I can talk about that a little ahead. bit. Um, the last thing we want to do is issue a parking ticket. Uh, that's why we developed Buffalo Rome. Uh, and as you know, even with this new parking plan, unless there's an event going on at Shays or the ballpark or Canal Side, after 5 o'clock at night, parking is free. So nobody's going to get a ticket. The only people that get tickets at night when parking is free is for blocking a fire hydrant, which we're going to do because that's public safety, Blocking a driveway, which we're going to do, or blocking a crosswalk, which we have zero tolerance for. We have people that are handicapped, people that uh, you know need that crosswalk. You have lines of sight. You have public safety issues. Um, those are the only tickets we issue. So if people just come downtown. They don't have to pay on certain nights when there's no event and park legally. There will never be a problem. Well, you know, Kevin, this last week has been probably crazy for you personally, but I've heard a lot of attacks on you. Uh, I mean, people have been coming out of the woodwork. There was an allegation that was made. I don't know if you, I, I, I mean, they're talking about it. Let's unpack it. Do you mind? Right if on. I can ask you a, a personal question about your residence? Sure. 
Do you live in the city of Buffalo? Of course I do. I've lived in the city of Buffalo since 1981. I have read multiple places all over the internet that you do not live in the city of Buffalo. And so now it's the evil parking commissioner who doesn't even live in the city of Buffalo, who uh, doesn't pay for the parking. My whole point is... An issue like this, the the way that people gang up and start attacking and, and doing all these other things, you know, are we ever going to get, you know, for a while I thought, you know, when the first thing happened, isn't it great that we can at least stop, you know, Democrats and Republicans join together to beat up on you. Yeah. It was actually kind of, you know, it was fun to, to see that, hey, all these people that disagree, we now have a common enemy in the parking. And then when you boiled down the parking issue, you realized... Oh, wait a minute. It, it's not that black and white. It's not o- an overstep. There isn't $10 million the city of Buffalo gets from parking. Kevin Helford doesn't live in, in Clarence in a, in a 15,000 square foot mansion that he you know, pays for by parking. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that Kevin's getting all the parking. So, again, all of this stuff that was put out there, a lot of it is just simply garbage, and it, it doesn't benefit anyone. If you're living in the city of Buffalo and, and you have special circumstances, we've gone through four outrageous miscarriages of justice and unpacked every single one of them. If you work at a bar, there's a special deal for you. Um, we don't want people to sit in a, in a metered parking spot all day, and this is a way to avoid it, and we do want businesses you know, to have clients that have turnover. Exactly. Well, i got a lot to say about what you just said. Uh, look, I like social media as much as the next guy, uh, but it, it certainly went off the rails a little bit. Um, and then people just start piling on, and look, maybe that's their outlet. That maybe that they get a smile. I don't know. I don't care. I got thick skin. It doesn't bother me when people make um, you know false statements. But I would like it for what it could be, which is if you got a a question, if you disagree with our policy, if you know the facts and you have different uh, uh, take on it, and you you want to say why are you doing this? Why didn't you do that? I like that to be honest with you. But I'm not going to converse with you on social media because uh, I'm just not going to get back into I want to know who I'm talking to, what we're talking about. People can come over to my house right now and sit and talk. Gl- in Buffalo, by the way. Gl- <laughs> in I'll Buffalo. Gl- I'll gladly sit and talk with you. Here's my email, khelfer at city-buffalo.com. You've got an issue with our parking plan. I totally respect that. Tell me what it is. Tell me what you think we can do differently. I'll call you. I'll have you come in. As I said before, the mayor gets these emails probably more than anybody in, in Buffalo. And he'll bring people right in, face-to-face. Is there a way that, theoretically, if you if people don't know if they're in an event area, um, but, you know, the, the argument is, how do I know there's an event going on? Yeah, and we are doing better with that immediately. Uh, you'll see signs going up this week. As you know, we only place that event parkings in effect right now as Key Bank Center. This is going to take us a couple months to unfold this. You're talking thousands of parking signs. Uh, and we're just going to do it incrementally, area by area. You know, we will absolutely communicate with the media. We'll use our social media. We'll use our website to keep people informed. But Key Bank Center is the only place. And it's kind of obvious to know right now that that's an event. You see, you know, thousands of cars come down. But what we're developing with our public works department right now is signage that when there's no event, you won't see the sign. When there's an event, it'll fold down. It'll say event parking rates in effect tonight. That's what we're going to have in the event areas. And as far as the enforcement of parking goes, you know, the best way to avoid that would would be to get the app, right? Because you you're, you're going to get an alert. What, what, if, I, if I have my GPS on, do I even need to know 
the, does the app have the ability that if GPS is located on my phone, that it's telling me exactly what yep. the situation is that's, without me? That, that's going to be Buffalo Rome 2.0, which will be unveiled soon, and people will see that you'll get a notification to upgrade your app. Uh, people won't even have to know their zone anymore, so they'll park. And that, that's the way to tell them, and I agree with Joe. If there's free parking, you know, because it's after 5 o'clock, that app has to tell them that. But if they're there at, you know, 2 in the afternoon, it's going to tell them, how, how, how long do you want to park? And you're, you're going to be able to scroll across the bottom now and say two hours, and it'll pop up. If you want to park for two hours, it's $4. If you want to park for three hours, it's $6. And people are going to, we're just going to make it a lot easier for people. But the great thing about the app, and we get it all the time, we're not perfect. We make mistakes. Sometimes my ticket writers will ticket somebody uh, who downloaded, uh, or I'm sorry, who purchased their parking on the app. All they do is email me. That you got an electronic receipt. They email it to me. We administratively clear that ticket instantaneously. No reason to come in for a hearing. No reason to make a phone call. Just send it to us. The proof is right there. It's perfect. All right. Let's uh, just take this right to 55. We'll go to the phones. David in Amherst. You've been holding on a long time. David, good morning. Yeah, good morning. With all due respect to the uh, mayor and the commissioner, um, you know, a 100% increase in the parking fee is whorish. And that's the kind of thing people object to. It is what it is that's going through. What I object to, and, and I used to live in Marine Drive Apartments, which is the center where this is all going on, and I worked downtown for 23 years. First of all, don't believe the lie that this is about turnover. If you go to the Erie Basin Marina and you're going for a ice cream cone and a meal and a boat ride, you're going to be there five hours. So whether you're paying a dollar an hour or two dollars an hour, there's not going to be any more turnover. You're going to be there as long as you're going to be there. So what, let's call it what it is. It's a money grab. But the other lie that's being perpetuated in this situation is that no parking areas are being turned into meter parking. And that's not true. You, if, let's, let me give you an example. If you, you, you're on the throughway overpass area by the Erie Basin Marina. That entire stretch of road going into the Erie Basin Marina and coming out was free for 20 years. And last year, income the meters, income the, the meter parking, there's no more turnover. People are there as long as they're there. It's just a money grab. Terry Street, for 20 years, was not signed. There was no signage on Perry Street going from the Troy overpass all the way to Canal Side. People were parking there for free all day. Income the meters. Now the street sits empty for the entire day. Downtown workers, visitors at Marine Drive, people at Canal Side were parking there for free. And now because it's meter parking, it just sits there empty. And it's just, it's, this is the kind of thing people object to. Not that you increase the rate. The rate has to go up. It's just that when you, when you take a situation where you're taking every free spot that isn't on these little niche areas where people who work and live in downtown and visit downtown know where these spots are. And they're all being confiscated. I was one of 20 cars ticketed on Franklin Street. Where I've been parking for 20 years where all of a sudden one day the Buffalo Rome sign what got slapped up and 20 cars got a ticket that day. No one saw the sign. We parked when we arrived downtown. It's pitch black. You didn't see the sign. And all of a sudden we all got tickets. Went to a hearing. What, uh, D- David, thank you for your call. What, what's your uh, response to that, Kevin? Uh, first of all, some people might park for five hours, as he said, but most people going down to the canal side area are short-term parkers. Uh, they're there for an hour, two hours, three hours. And we were asked by the Erie County um, uh, Harbor Development Corporation to put paid marking because what was happening is exactly what he said. There was no restrictions, downtown workers, et cetera. Hey, free parking. They were parking there. 
Now you got visitors coming in. Now you got people who want to go to the canal side. You need parking meters to have that turnover. It, definitely. I mean, that's where I would park if I was going out at night. I'd park for free there and then leave my car till about 5 o'clock the next night. Exactly. <laughs> so I completely see where the commissioner's coming from. All right, let's get back to the phones. Wade in Chictawaga. Uh, Wade, you're on with uh, Kevin Helfer. Yes, good morning. Uh, it really kind of kind of irked me. Uh, we're from out of town, and, uh, well, when we first moved here, we went down to the uh, Miss Buffalo, to the, to the boat, and I, I did happen to see a, a, a parking kiosk or whatever it is, and I put in a, you know, a bunch of money, and it turns out we were like a half an hour late uh, when the boat came back, and, and I ended up with a $40 ticket. I mean, is that normal? I mean, is, is that what it is downtown also? You, you get a $40 ticket if you're... If you're late? No, I think that's all the more reason that you would like these changes right now. What was happening to you before is you were at a, a, I know exactly where you were parking. You go on Miss Buffalo. You think you're going to be out there for two hours. The machine takes your $2 or $4 or whatever it was at the time, and then you expire and you get a ticket. All the more reason that we've been promoting the Buffalo Rome app because what you would have gotten was a notification 15 minutes before your – Parking session was set to expire, and it would have said, would you like to purchase an additional hour of parking? That's where technology is taking us. Um, you were at a play and display machine. I, I, I certainly empathize with you. Um, nobody likes to get a $40 ticket. We don't like to issue $40 tickets. Um, but once again, here's technology that is giving a wonderful option to people, and that's uh, the direction that we're headed in. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know it. Uh, well, this was like last year uh, or a year or so ago, <clears throat> and I don't know whether they had that that option. They did. We've had it for a year and a half, and uh, you know I think the mayor spoke to it earlier. Uh, for people who don't have it, go look at it right now. You know, bring it up. Just type in Buffalo Rome on your browser. You'll, it'll take you right there, and you can look at it. And we encourage people. Don't wait till you get downtown to uh, download your app. It'll take you, you know, three or four minutes. Download it ahead of time. Um, if you want to put money into that wallet, as Joe's talked about, put money into that wallet. But we want to have a pleasurable parking experience, and we want to have people, like the previous caller said, some people are there for five hours. Some people are there for four, three. You don't know. You know, I go down sometimes to an event, and I say, hey, I'm just going to meet some buddies for an hour. Next thing you know, it ends up three hours. Hey, I appreciate the call, Wade. Let's go to Adam in Buffalo. Adam, you're on with the Parking Commissioner, Kevin Helfer. I'm, I'm at from Buffalo. Hello? Yeah, All right, Adam, Adam, what do you want? Go ahead. All right. I have, a, I have a couple of things on my mind. First of all, I'm a senior citizen, and not all senior citizens have cell phones, computers, et cetera, et cetera. I still have the original landline from over 50 years of my marriage to my wife, okay? This is the way I am. When I go downtown, I take a bus. Why? Because I don't have this modern technology. And I'm gonna make a suggestion. When you take the two-way, you buy these easy passes ahead of time, so there's prepaid. How about Buffalo issuing a prepaid sticker that you put on the inside of your windshield so that when you come down, you're not going to be worried about coming back from a boat trip late, etc. It's only an idea, but something I want you to think about. I'll hang up and listen to your... Appreciate it, Adam. Thank you. Uh, I don't think it could be a sticker, but uh, years ago, we had what were called in-vehicle parking meters. 
you would hang from your rearview mirror, and people would come down to City Hall, and they would put $50 on it. And every time you parked, you could use that, and it would tell, you know, how long your session's for, and it would debit your account. Uh, the problem we had with that was in winter, to be honest with you. Windows iced up, snow on the car, and not seeing that meter. And unfortunately, that technology is old technology, and it went by the wayside, and now here you are. You know, to his point, though, and I think we talked about it earlier, the only places that you can only pay by sell are the new locations that we're adding that weren't parking previous. All the other parking rates and regulations throughout the city of Buffalo are still the way they were. So you got the pay and display machine, you got the single head meters, there's a way to park. It's only this new parking that we're putting this option out there. And as the mayor said earlier, we're going to address that. We're going to have some kiosks and, um, you know, real nice locations that uh, if people cannot don't have a smartphone or don't want to download the app, there will be another way for them to pay for the So there's no ultimatum that if you don't have a smartphone, you must leave the city of Buffalo. No, no. (laughs) There's going to be other alternatives. There's going to be a huge sign at the end of the 33. No cell phone. Turn it back around. We don't want you. (laughs) We don't want you here. Not welcome. All right, Jay in Buffalo, go ahead. Uh, I wish... Hello. I I wish uh, uh, Kevin would talk about the, uh, the fines, the amount of the fines, how they double... I mean, he says that they're not interested in tickets, but I, it's been years since I took a look. But you could take a look at the revenue line for parking tickets, and it really has increased. And having lived within the downtown vicinity for the last 40 years or so, uh, I was well aware that when we put in parking enforcement, I kind of watched the downtown shopping core disappear. The stores closed up. Not because people were standing in line waiting to get in and they wanted to disappoint them. People stopped coming downtown, whether it was Delaware Avenue, downtown. The shoppers did not want, it was the parking fines that really got to people, is my belief. Jay, I'd love to ask that question for you. First of all, uh, in downtown Buffalo, um, since we, 18 months ago, we unveiled the app. Parking tickets are down 35%. The reason for that is because people downloaded that app when their um, their session's about to expire. They get a notification. They get a chance to put an additional hour on it. The only times we're ticketing in downtown Buffalo is when, uh, after, especially after 5 o'clock at night. If, if you're after 5 o'clock at night, parking is free. If you're blocking a driveway, if you're blocking a fire hydrant, if you're blocking a crosswalk, we will ticket, and I think those are all very valid tickets because we're te- protecting public safety. All right. Well, hey, this has been fun. Town Hall here on BEN. Commissioner Kevin Helfer, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you for having me. Mayor Byron Brown stopped in. That was a pleasant surprise. He answered some of our questions. David, this was fun. We should do this more often. This was fun. I appreciate it. We'll actually have Kevin back and do fantasy baseball, as promised. That's right. We're going to do a few hours of baseball, and we'll see where Bryce Harper ends up and how the Mets win the World Series this year. All about salary caps in baseball. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Hey, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, Meet the Press is next. I'll be back here tomorrow morning. David will be here tomorrow afternoon. We'll see you then.